Camp, Camp, Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp. Welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio. I'm Brad Anderson. I'll be your host today. Today we have with us Larry Overton. Uh, Larry's going to talk to us a little bit about what it's like to be a pastor in a small community that's also a tourist town. Larry, thanks for being here. Hey, my pleasure. Hey, Larry, tell us a little bit about yourself. Man, I'm just a pretty normal guy. I grew up in East Tennessee. Um, I would tell you that my first priorities is I'm a husband, I'm a father, and I try to be a friend. Uh, and then I spent about 20 plus years in student ministry. Really enjoyed that. Spent about five years as a camp director mm -hmm. for an associational camp. And now i am spent the last four years uh, being a pastor at Bethel Baptist Church in Townsend over on the quiet side of the Smokies. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful out there. Uh, we, it's a dream for us. We're outdoorsy people and we love oh, yeah. being in that area. So yeah. yeah, it's been great for our family. Well, tell us a little bit about your church and your community. Bethel Baptist uh, was actually established in uh, in 1803. Oh wow! And uh, it was established just as a, a community church and, and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And it's it's been a, a part of the community uh, forever. Uh, people, uh, kind of interesting. It was established in 1803. Uh, Townsend wasn't established till the 1900s, so it's actually older <laughs> than the town it's in. Uh, you know, we're a small town. It has one traffic lot, mm -hmm. uh, but that traffic lot happens to be the last traffic lot before you get to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, right. which is the most visited park uh, in the United States. So uh, on the weekends, our uh, the population of our town will double or triple uh, depending on the season. <laughs> so it's uh, it's kind of neat. But it's a, it's a little rural Appalachian town that has this big influx every mm -hmm. once in a while. So, so do you get a lot of... Um tourist guest every Sunday or is it like seasonal or what, what's that kind of like? Well, you know, if it is a little seasonal, but just about every Sunday we will have somebody mm -hmm. that's visiting. As a matter of fact, I've got people that have been attending the church for 20 years one Sunday a year because this is their vacation place. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, and they'll come in and like when I first came on as the pastor, they'll say, well, you don't recognize me, but now have y'all had a pastoral change or somebody different? It's, it's like they, <laughs> they keep up with what's going on uh, and that kind of thing. So that is, there, there is a lot of tourist kind of stuff. Um, we see those people. So that's pretty cool. So what kind of um, outreach do you do for the tourists? What are some things that you've done that have maybe been kind of successful in, in your time at Bethel? Actually, we don't have specific outreach programs mm -hmm. to the tourists. There are some ministries in town that do that. Uh, Charm is one of the ministries, and we try to support them. Okay, They have mission teams that come in, and we'll let them stay in our facility or use and things like that to support that, that ministry. What we really try to do is just connect with the community. Well, that being a tourist community, that means connecting with the businesses, the hotels, the restaurants, mm -hmm. and, and those kind of things. And what actually happens is these these tourists come into our worship service and they say, well, we're staying at such and such hotel or such and such resort. And we ask them, hey, where's a good church? And they recommended you guys. Oh, nice. Um, another thing I, I would have never thought, but um, we have these electronic chimes that play through our, our belfry. And and like we, we have people all the time that'll say, well, we heard your chimes and the song it played on the hour. And we decided that's where we're going to come to church while we're on vacation. And I'm like, I, 
hey, if that works, that's <laughs> that's great. Um, a- another thing that has kind of just happened, the fire chief of the mm-hmm. volunteer fire department in, in Townsend, I actually went to college with him. Oh, wow. And we've been friends for years. He's a, a deacon in our church and, and that kind of thing. He's kind of how I got connected with right. the church. But I've gotten involved with the volunteer fire department, and that's gotten me involved in the community oh, that's as awesome. well. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I serve as a chaplain, but I also serve as a firefighter and uh, rescue and things like that as well, because that's just kind of my personal background and, right. and stuff. But uh, a lot of times, I mean, we'll hear uh, about uh, ODs in our community or uh, tough things happening, uh, accidents or tragedies happening in some of the tourist kind of things. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'll get connected with a family, uh, you know, come and help with the rescue. But then you've got uh, the wife or the husband or the kids or the mm-hmm. parents that are that are trying to deal. And I prayer with them and, and just give them my church card as a as a resource. And uh, we've actually had families from as far away as California send us a letter and even donations to the church. Oh, and, wow. and it wasn't the church that was particularly involved, but it's some of our membership as part of the fire department and they appreciated the the kind of the care that was given to them just beyond the normal um uh, rescue or uh, and, and that kind of thing. So that's pretty that's pretty awesome. That's not something you probably genuinely think about doing is like, hey, I'm going to get involved and yeah. da, da, da. and it's a great resource because you're kind of helping people when something horrible happens. And well, you- yeah, you, you some of these folks are, you know, they're here on their vacation mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they've just had one of the worst moments of their life. I mean, I, I think about I have a teenage daughter. I have uh, one that's 21 and one that's 15. There was a, a, a 15, 16 year old girl. We got a call for a diabetic issue and they're literally in a car on the side of the road in Townsend. And of course, you know, when, when your blood sugar is all messed up emotionally, oh. it's, it's right. And of course, just my time, my wife and I responded on this call and our time with our own daughters and with student ministry and stuff, just, you know, even just cutting up with her, trying to make her feel more comfortable about that. She's now the center of all this attention right. and, and those kind of things. And just, it's just little stuff like that. That's just living your life and doing what you do. And, and I mean, you know, Jesus is just a part of what we do. So we just share that naturally and it makes an impact. That's that's awesome. Um, being in a small area, do you collaborate? I know you said you collaborated with a couple other like mission projects and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But do you collaborate with the other churches in the area? Yeah, we, we do. There's um, there's about eight um, eight or nine churches in our in our community that our pastors get together and and we formed a, a community prayer meeting that meets once a month. Uh, we have a, a community worship service probably. Once a quarter, of course, COVID's kind of knocked everything out of schedule. Uh, and then the pastors get together and pray once a month, uh, like on a Thursday. Right. We'll meet together. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget, I, I had only been a pastor there. I mean, this was my first pastorate. I'd only been a pastor there a few weeks. And I get a call, and the guy says, hey, I'm, I'm the pastor at the Church of God down the street. And uh, and that's the other thing is I coordinate with other churches. Some of them are even different denominations. <laughs> but but he calls up and he says, hey, listen, man, we're, we're meeting in about 30 minutes and it's just a, a group of pastors that we meet together and pray for one another. Mm-hmm. And we try to meet like the first Thursday of each month. And I just wanted to invite you to come down. And I was like, you know what? I, I can do about 30 minutes. I got time. I can come do that. I said, where, where at? And he said, over at my church. And I was like, hey, I'm new. I, I, really, I don't know. Where, where is that? You know, so he's trying to give me directions. And stuff. But the, the thing that, that just me personally this is a group of men that that when things happen in the community, I can call them. A lot of them have been there for years. We encourage each other. One of the pledges we make is that every time we drive by one of the other churches, we pray for them. Oh, that's awesome. Really work hard at having a kingdom mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get benevolence calls and I'm like, I, I, 
something doesn't sound right about this situation or something, I can call these guys and they're like, yep, we know that family. They need this or they don't, you know, mm-hmm. just and, and things. And it just, a lot of times as a pastor, you feel like you're out there on your own. And then a pastor in a small church when, I mean, I've got a couple of part-time staff, but yeah. I am on yeah. my own a lot. Right. It's really good to have these guys and just the fellowship and the encouragement and the resource that they provide. So it's it's been great for our community, mm-hmm. but it's been really good for me. Talking on that subject, mm-hmm. like as as a pastor dealing with other pastors, does conflict ever arise between, is it ever a competition? Yeah. Does that kind of seep in or is it like you guys just get along, kumbaya? I mean, what, what, <laughs> yeah. what, what are we talking well, about? Because that's the, an interesting. The bad news, the bad news is is that it turns out that pastors are human and we're subject to our own whims and emotions and, and things. And and I don't really know that in this particular group, I've never mm-hmm. really sensed competition, but I will have to say I felt jealousy. You know, I mean, it just sometimes it's like, wow, how come how come they get that blessing and I don't? And right. Of course, you know, we do that as Christians, as people and, and things, and we, we have to fight that and, and those kind of things and take every thought captive, take it to the Lord. Right, so like, right. Lord, hey, I'm going to be thankful for my blessings and, and not do that. I, I would tell you that for the most part, mm-hmm. um, they're a pretty loving group. And I've been a part in other communities that I, I can't say that, that right. I, I really, I mean, I kind of broke away from those kind of groups because it just wasn't a blessing. This group really is. I think they really are kingdom-minded. I think we really do celebrate each other's um, uh, victories, and we do struggle with each other, you know, in our, mm-hmm. our tough times and things like that. I know that they. this was a group I could really go to uh, during COVID because uh, there's no one who's done, you know, it, right. it had to pastor through a pandemic yeah. that I know. So there's a lot of times that we just, uh, <laughs> you have that group text message thread. It's just like, so what are you guys doing? So what are you going to do? Well, I think we're going to do this. What do y'all think about this? And just knowing that these are other men in the same leadership position. Now, I'll admit that different denominations and different pastors, different churches have different priorities. And one of the things that we try to do with that is kind of work in our lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the churches in our community has a, a recovery program for uh, addictions and things like that. Another church is is kind of a grief center. And and we try to support each other in those. When uh, when they start a new grief session, we, um, we'll put that in our bulletin and say, hey, you may want to connect with this other church because they've got this going on. There's no sense in, in this small of a community, us trying to be everything when we can support each other in these kind of things. Um, when COVID first kicked off, uh, our association used us as a, uh, a food distribution point at one point. And, and that's something I had just, I'd never done, but I knew some of the other churches had. So I was like, hey, tell me how you set that up. And I was able to use that and they were able to encourage their people, you know, folks they knew in need, send them to ours this week. And then the next week it was another church that was doing a distribution. You know, the Methodist church had their resources and they put theirs off a week right. because we were going to be handing out food. And then the church of God was the third week. Right. And then we came back around to this church. And it just, it, it's been pretty neat to to watch how all that works. Are your members, do they support this interaction between yeah. different denominations? Because I know sometimes that can also. So that's a, that's a, that's a great question. So the, the conflict, you, you talk about conflict and differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some real differences in worship style and how we gather and how and, and those kind of things. What I've noticed in my congregation, because I, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Baptists can be a little stuffy. <laughs> uh, they, we we kind of have our way that we like worship and right. things to go yes. and stuff like that. And um, the thing that I've noticed in my congregation that I've 
I've appreciated is that they're very supportive. Mm-hmm. They're excited that their pastor is involved in the community and involved with other things. But that doesn't always translate to them participating in it. But they support it uh, and that kind of thing. So I always get the encouragement. I don't necessarily get the numbers that come out to it. But uh, but I've, I've never had anybody in my church say, we shouldn't be doing anything with that Methodist church or we shouldn't be doing anything well, with that uh, you know Church of God or things like that. So they've always been supportive. But they have said, I'm, I'm not going to go over and spend two and a half hours for a prayer meeting because... Th- there's a different difference. style in how things are done. I, I, said, I understand. Yeah, so. yeah, that makes sense. So I know uh, you and I kind of talked about this one time about how different pastors in your area, if someone comes and visits their church uh, mm-hmm. and they know, like when talking to the guests, they kind of send them, say if, you know, th- when mm-hmm. talking, they'll send them, if they're like, hey, you know, you seem kind of more Baptist or you may like this. Right. Uh, that That's kind of a neat thing. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. About how you guys kind of sure. work I mean, together? Sure. We're in the Bible Belt, and that's for a town that literally has one traffic light, but has probably 10 churches in it. It's just, it's kind of East Tennessee. It's kind of right. who we are. And that's because we all have preferences and, and, and things like that. But one of the unique things about Townsend is Townsend is beautiful. Townsend's amazing. People come there to go on vacation. They come there to do these things, and then they decide it'd be really cool to retire and move here. So we get a lot of transitional people mm-hmm. that come in and, um, Coming from student ministry, I'm not a really traditional worship. I've, I've served in traditional churches, but mm-hmm. you know, in youth ministry, you do all kinds of worship things and stuff like that. Bethel is a is a very traditional church. That's its personality. There are other churches that have different personalities. So when people move in and they're looking for a church, we just want to be a resource to help you get connected with God. And and if it happens that the church down the road is a better connection, hey, that's kingdom mindset, right? And and that kind of thing. And and I mean, I, you know. We all struggle with our own, you know, hey, I'd love for everybody to come to Bethel. Exactly. You know, I'd love to have that, you know, that those kind of things. But but truth is, I really love the Lord and I love people. Mm-hmm. And what's best for them is what's best for them. And, you know, that that's not always what's best for me or my church. But but if I'm serving the Lord, mm-hmm. then that's that's what we want. So, yeah, that's kind of what it is. So if we if somebody comes in and they say, well, it's, it's really not what we're looking for. We were kind of looking for a livelier worship. Well, there's a church that does that, or I'm looking for a church that has more seniors or more children mm-hmm. or more, the, and, and, and we can kind of steer you in that direction. And, um, and it, it helps to have the relationship with those other pastors so that you feel good about sending them there. Uh, because, it, you know, if you show up to a church and they say, well, Brad, I think you'd fit in better over, <laughs> it's not that kind of thing. It's, it's more that we're, we're just like helping you connect with God best. And if, right. the, if you're not connecting here, Man, you need to be somewhere you are. So. See, I just, I just think that's amazing. That's like, it, it blows my mind that your community, and not just you, but it's the community of yeah. churches are willing to say, hey, I know that this is, you want this, so let right. me help you get to where you can find God and worship God and, and all that good stuff. And I just think that's amazing. Absolutely. Yes. But I, you, you said our church is... I can tell you our pastors. Or, this sorry, is our pastors', pastors. Yes, attitude. Yes, yes, yes. And, and I don't, I mean, I'm not saying that's not my church's attitude. Right. But, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where they're like, well, so what happened to Brad? He was mm-hmm. coming and mm-hmm. now he's not. Well, he's kind of connected over here mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. But I really think it's been good for him and the Lord. And, right. and church members are, I mean, like I said, I'd rather everybody just come on to Bethel. Exactly. And so would my church. Yes, exactly. But yet, again, if you love the Lord. So, I, I mean, our motto and mission Mm -hmm. is to love God and and love others. 
And if I love you, and if I'm loving the Lord and I'm mm-hmm. loving others, I want what's good for you. It's just being a good shepherd. And, and that's, yeah. And being that place in the community, that point. I, I just think it's awesome that, that you guys do cool. that and, and that everybody, the pastors in the community really kind of uh, understand and because yeah. it doesn't always happen that way. It's, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. You're not happy, but keep coming, you know, da, sure. da, da. and I, I just, I love, I love that because that's just, you don't see that a lot yeah. and, and, and it's just awesome. And I, Oh, that's so cool. Going forward after COVID, how do you see your church impacting the community uh, and tourists in, in the area? It's, I, I, and I'm sure people are tired of hearing about COVID and you know, sure, all that stuff, sure. but it's just, it's still a part of our life. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the interesting things about, um, uh, about living in a tourist town is that it is that Townsend is this quiet side of the Smokies and people want to keep it that kind of way. They don't want it to turn into a pigeon forge and right. that kind of thing. Right. They want it to be this, but the, the flip side to it is, is that it's what makes the community work. I mean, right. it's the businesses, right. it's the, it's, you know. Uh, it's what keeps us healthy as far as a community and economy and things like that. <laughs> when the national park opened up, uh, w- we got slammed. I mean, I remember there were there were weekends that our um, that that cell phone service didn't work well because the towers were so loaded with all these tours. So people are gonna come uh, and that kind of thing. So we're always looking for uh, new opportunities. I-, I will have to say that the tourists. I mean, when you're there on vacation, you're not necessarily looking to be evangelized right. and things like that. So we, we, we look for ways to support that mm-hmm. and those kind of things. The, the biggest is that I just encourage my members to live out their faith every day because they're the ones working at the campgrounds. They're the ones working at the grocery store. They're right. the ones working at the restaurant and serving and, and those kind of things and just live it out every day. I, the other thing in, in our community, because we are this tourist community, we're a destination community, people, like I said, want to move in right. into our area. And one of the things we want to do, because we're always looking for opportunities, uh, one of the things I, our our outreach committee uh, is putting together is a uh, welcome to Townsend kind of uh, a session or class, mm-hmm. and and I, I don't know we may be something we can put online or mm-hmm. different things. But you know, you move into a new town and you don't know where to go pay your water bill. You don't know who to, you know. Just how can we be a resource? And anytime I have a, a church member, I mean, I have a a community member come in and say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm new to Townsend," or "We're moving up here," things like that. And I always tell them, I said, listen, our contact information is on our bulletin. Take mm-hmm. this with you. Put it in your phone. And even if we're not where you choose to worship, if you have a question about the community, holler at me. You know, I mean, we, we've got resources and stuff. Because I know that when I move there, I'm like, hey, where do I go do this? And, you know, anytime you're in a, And I just want to be that for these folks that we can have those resources and stuff. Because Townsend is one of the reasons that, that Townsend's fire department responds to medical calls. A lot of fire departments don't do that. Mm-hmm. Is because we're kind of remote. Right. It takes a while for an ambulance to get there sometimes. Yeah. And because it is kind of remote, for instance, I always try to encourage my family. I always try to keep about a half a tank of gas mm-hmm. because if you have a kidney stone in the middle of the night and you want to drive to the hospital, there's nothing open past past about 830. <laughs> there's nothing open in Townsend. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like people need to know that. Yeah, you right. need to know that there's, that you need to be prepared for this little bit of self-reliance because mm-hmm. we're a little bit more rural and, and things like that. And just helping people when they move in, if they move from a big city, they're not accustomed to to, to it being that way and things like that. So uh, bears, they need to know that <laughs> bears just walk up and eat your bird feeder. Yes. And it's okay. <laughs> it's just roll with it. Yeah, it's just part of Townsend. So I, 
I have a I have a friend who's a pastor in Memphis, and being the the city pastor, he's like, I'll send him pictures of, of bears <laughs> on uh, uh, back porches all the time, and I'm like, hey, this is over at my church member's house. He's like, you're lying, seriously. And I told him one time, I said, here's the thing: we hear all the time about bears mm-hmm. and stuff being up next to houses and getting in cars and stuff. Right. I said, but what you don't hear about is bears attacking homes and mm-hmm. people having to kill bears very mm-hmm. very rarely those mm-hmm. kind of things because they've just kind of figured out how to how to get along Long. but when you're new to the community you'll end up spending the night in your car because there's a bear in your driveway <laughs> <laughs> yes black bears I tell you what they uh, i mean there's that video of them getting in a hot tub yes out yeah. here locally not uh, too long they, ago I'll just tell you, a skill that has recently been passed down is how to open doors. You have to lock your doors and roll up your windows. They have figured out how to get in the cars. I'm telling you. I don't know what the Rangers up at the Smokies are teaching them, but I'm telling you, they've had a class. Yes, I, I believe that as well. Well, if you've never been to Townsend, I highly encourage you guys to go to Townsend. Like you said, it's it's beautiful. Um, my wife and I, that's actually where we've talked about. We'd love to retire right there on mm-hmm. the, the, awesome. the the creek and... Uh, so that way I can go fishing every day and Absolutely. she can Absolutely. just go. I know a good church. You can yeah. Go. Yeah. Even there's a good church out there too. So <laughs> Larry, thank you so much for, My for pleasure. sharing uh, about <clears throat> your church and your community and what all you're doing to our audience. Thank you for listening to our, our podcast. If you're interested uh, in anything that that we've talked about um, and you want to know a little bit more feel free to send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist.org until next time i hope you will look for an opportunity to start a conversation with christ with someone you know thanks for listening to camp radio a podcast production of tn baptist camps the official camps and conference centers of the tennessee baptist mission board This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.